Geek Shock. Geek Shock. Geek Shock. Gordon Freeman saved my life. I want my breakfast in bed. Breakfast in bed. So sit on my head and give me breakfast in bed. Breakfast in bed. Or I could fuck you instead. But give me breakfast in bed before I am dead. Yeah, that's the first verse. Nice. It that's looks the first disturbing verse. like you're reading that off that's whatever the that first voice is. Nice. Classy. It's all here. Always Came from here. Classy. Right off. I'm impressed that you were able to call that back. Normally wow. your songs are out in Lost the time. Oh, wait, 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 wait. I have, I have a couple of them right like most, <laughs> He's Oh, no. He's like, <laughs> it's a ringtone. Like most yeah. everything yes, called uh, should just be forgotten. Forever. Do you have satellite on there? <laughs> no, I don't have... Uh, <laughs> I think that <laughs> that one was Don't lost. Yourself, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, here's the one. here's the one I was talking about. The same thing. Uh, put it on. Oh. The, I can hear it. What you got? Hold on. Uh, yeah, bring I, it to your your I, microphone. I turned my I turned the volume all the way down, so I got to restart it. Oh, oh. The satellite was the satellite. Uh, oh, here we okay. go. Bring God, closer. Damn it! This is not. Wait, what is it doing? rewinding? Oh, that's that's sandwiching my pants. What the <laughs> hell is going on? I don't know. It really <laughs> went weird there. Is it? Well, it would be important. It's, doing its, own it's the remix. It's the remix. He's just that uh, was rather odd. I tried playing it, and it your phone went crazy. It jumped huh? to like three different things that nice. were in my list. Perhaps maybe you, it's a damaged file, or you accidentally. It's a damaged file. Yeah. Welcome oh, to the things that are on my SD it's, card. And welcome to Geek Shock number one seventy seven. I am Master Torgo, the famous Paul, eighties Jeff, just Michael, Captain Luddite, and special guest. Fact check, Andy. Welcome Fact back, Yay. Andy. Good to have you back. Welcome. Keeping us on the straight and narrow. Check well, well. <laughs> we'll keep it a straight yeah. narrow. Yeah. <laughs> oh <Yeah>. wow! <laughs> keep it where you well, want. Some of us. Oh, some wow. of us straight. <laughs> There's very few narrow things in I this think room. I'd rather really. be, I think I'd rather be on the narrow. Tell you the truth. <laughs> <laughs> on the narrow wing street. I mean, street. if I had to choose one or the other, I think I'm choosing narrow. <laughs> I'm just going to get it out of the way. You can listen to us on Stitcher if you like to listen to your shit on your phones. Hey, Stitcher, try it. Uh, listen to shit. Like, I love the idea of like, oh, I recorded a good one yesterday morning. I got to listen to that in the car while I'm driving to work. Well, well you know, a lot of good shit. Yeah. Uh, HeidiPoopCam.com. I actually have that on my phone, so I can literally listen to shit on my phone. There you go. Yeah. HeidiPoopCam.com, folks, for all your hidden Japanese toilet needs. <laughs> all of them. All of those hidden Japanese all toilet needs. Needs. <laughs> needs. I did not say once. I did not say desires i said needs because after a time it's like methadone yeah paul's uh paul's got a rather unique taste in everything <laughs> you are not wrong that's you are not wrong that's safe that's safe like this oh yeah speaking of which safe. talking oh. speaking of taste oh, i can't get over the taste of this delicious neurobliss guys what's ah, neurobliss guys neurobliss is just one of the many flavors brought to you by the family of neuro drinks this one neuro bliss believe it or not it helps reduce stress enhances your mood provides focus concentration and promotes a positive outlook Sound. folks if you're looking for a quick pick-me-up that doesn't taste like asshole you want <laughs> neuro bliss because <laughs> i might like, really yeah. best best <laughs> also, tagline ever also aids and, sne- <laughs> and, aids and sneezing 14 is allergic to it 
I am terribly allergic to NeuroBliss. Uh, I didn't see here. Dog hair is one of the primary ingredients. That gets me every time. NeuroBliss. So, okay, Doesn't the, the taste bottle, like The ash. bottle is white. It's not some horrible creamy white liquid. It is a horrible creamy white liquid. Oh, okay. It looks like detergent when you pour it into a glass. Yeah. You wouldn't be mistaken. It looks for like thinking, a bottle of detergent. Yeah. I'm still not convinced. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not, not, not a bottle of detergent. I think that might yeah. be detergent. Does it say softer and kind of anywhere? I think you're drinking. It says detergent. softer no, on it. It's softer it's fabric. Softer. I thought I got it confused. <laughs> softer fabric. I was like, oh, sure. I read it too fast. I thought this was a soft drink. I'm like 75. percent But now sure he's addicted. It's future tide, is what it is. I'm come from the future. This is what tide looks like <laughs> in the future. future. I'm future drinking tide concentrated tide. In the future, it's poisonous, but we haven't evolved to be poisonous yet. Nope. Everything's dandy. Speaking of the future, in the near future, what's going on on Saturday, Paul? As a matter of fact, on Saturday, if you are in Las Vegas, do yourself a favor and come on out to the Cockroach Theater down at the Art Square, just off of Main Street, downtown. Come see Mattingly and Matt's uh, last-minute chuckle bucket improv. Palooza Part Two <laughs> on the cuff with Paul Mack. on the cuff. <laughs> I like how NeuroBliss enhances the memory. Yeah. It's going to be incredible. You don't it's going to be. It. It's going to be me and Matt Donnelly and uh, Jim Festante and uh, James Asmus, uh, all incredible improvisers to a man. Uh, Jim and James are actually in town signing their comic book. They're recently produced out of Image, uh, the End Times of uh, uh, Brennan. Oh shit. The end Brandon times Ocean? of no 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 the end times of Bram and Ben ah. uh, and it's really cool Armageddon tale very funny stuff James is doing some great comic book writing work right now where are they he, signing that they are signing at the Maximum Comics store number three all Saturday afternoon which one's the which third one where? it's a new one that's on Tropical Parkway not Tropicana Tropical Parkway I don't know exactly where it is hmm. I haven't been okay. there northwest part of town okay yeah. yes it's got, got a giant uh, Hulk statue in so it over I guess. in Summerlin that helps area. Uh, it's, it, yeah. Maximum's you, nice. You know where Comic Toys is? is it, wait, what's the, oh, it's way up north. So it's like Maximum North Comics. Las Vegas. Yeah, it's no, way but, up. But what's uh, Tropical Derek, Parkway? Derek Taylor's or Derek? Yeah, what, it's yeah. it's Comic Oasis or yeah, Silver Com- Cactus. No, no. Com- yeah. Comic, I mean, I Oasis. Comic Oasis. You're right, Comic Oasis. The one that's up off Rainbow. Yeah, I live it, near it's there. Built that's really, it's really close to that. So yeah, it's up near there, Tropical, right near your place. So there you go. So go get, go buy one of their books. Go get it signed. I said James is doing some fantastic stuff with Marvel. He is the writer on the new Gambit series, and he also is penning the or, or co-writing the current run of Thief of Thieves, the Robert Kirkman book that is out through Image as well. If hmm. you guys have not read Thief of Thieves yet, do yourself a favor. Fantastic book, and uh, James. So, what time on, on Saturday? Run. If I want a good laugh, should I show up to that theater? That theater should get there around uh, ten. 1015 okay. it's a 10 30 show gotcha and uh nice yeah show. uh $10 gets you the whole seat but you'll only need the edge and so you know <laughs> you gotta say it more yeah. more uh well, more like those no no no, no, no. I, I, I delivered it that way for a reason. for the whole seat but you'll only need the a little, a little more gazillionaire in there <laughs> <laughs> you're going to think, damn, there's no back to the chair, and then you're going to realize you don't need one, so it's going to be fine. Um, yeah. It should be funny. Bring someone who'll remind you to breathe, because it's going to be that kind of show. <laughs> you're going to be suffocating people? Weren't we just <laughs> talking about Paul and his, his strange <laughs> sexual fetishes earlier and Take away and breath. not breathing? Take away your breath. Here's your ticket and your pillow for mm-hmm. suffocation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. 
a latex pillow. Enjoy the show. <laughs> it's going to be awesome. I'm really uh, uh, very honored to play with these dudes. They're both of them incredible, very funny gentlemen and uh, creative types. And Matt, of course, my pal in crime. Uh, so it's going to be exciting as hell. Come see it. If you're in Vegas and you miss it, fuck you. <laughs> what time I mean, is Matt, the signing? Uh, the signing is going on, I believe, from noon to seven or one to seven. Check oh. out Maximum Comics uh, page, Maximum Comics Las Vegas, for all the details. Saturday it's afternoon. The, it's on the front page. This Saturday, the 16th cool. of February. Uh, uh. <clears throat> and that's the exclamation point oh. on that. Oh, Neurobliss. What other geeky things to do this week, gentlemen? I spent the entire day watching PAX Prime footage and uh, Will Wheaton and, and Scott and... Will Wheaton? And then... The whole PAX crew playing Dungeons and Dragons. That's not exciting, but that's damn nerdy. Yeah. yeah I was uh, saying, I don't think there's anything yeah. nerdier than watching video of other people I know, playing was, Dungeons and Dragons. Well, it's well, fun. It's well, pretty funny. Also, they're very entertaining people. They are entertaining yeah. people. So that but, helps. But I was yeah. watching it for the gameplay. I was like, <laughs> I, would, I wanted to see game mechanics and watch the miniatures that he pulled out and stuff. Oh, so, yes. uh, you, you know, were, so you're looking for geeking. tips and tricks. Yeah. You were truly geeking. Oh, I was totally geeking. You had your geek full on. And I was like, I, I need to get into a game again. That's funny. Uh, I rewatched uh, Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Mm-hmm. Which nice. version? Uh, well, that's interesting. I bought the Blu-ray uh, and didn't realize there were three versions until I opened it up and, you know. And I watched the original uh, released version, and I'll watch the other versions. But I was blown away at how well, number one, the movie holds up well. It's still an entertaining movie, and it doesn't feel <laughs> like it's out. You know, it doesn't. It holds up well. Yeah. But also, so it, it means something. Well, no, not just that, but you know what I'm saying. <laughs> okay. um, but then also, uh, the special effects are seamless in that movie. Like they totally stand up and look as good or better than. Any movie that's being made right now, because they're practical. Yeah, it's practical. It's almost. It's yeah. a lot of miniature work and practicals. Yeah. And he was so smart about how he filmed the live stuff and left space that he knew he was going to use to fill in this miniature fi- footage. It's there's like one quick shot where you go, well, that's superimposed, and the rest of it just looks like it's right there happening. It really holds up really well in that aspect too. It's a and it's a good little movie. It's really yeah. a yeah. beautiful little movie. But I eventually I need to watch the other two versions because there's also the director's cut on the mm-hmm. Blu-ray and then the special version that's only made for the Blu-ray, which yeah. has a different ending, right? They change. The I ending. think all three have a different yeah. ending. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think the third one he actually turns into Pinocchio. Pinocchio. Yeah. Really interesting. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I didn't see that coming. Well, that's, uh, that's why it never was used in the... Because he's a wooden boy yeah. in the yeah. end. He's Does Haley Joel Osment come out of the thing? Yeah, Haley Joel Osment. <laughs> and then uh, Will Smith punches him in the head. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you, robot. We ain't going down this road. Hey, out my ass. Bang. I was going Independence Day, but same difference. Yeah. Oh, I was, going, I was going I, robot meets AI. I, robot. No, you ain't. Bam. He's greeted by Lincoln. It's with so, Lincoln. Yeah. For yeah, uh, Daniel Day Lewis. Um, so if you are listening to this show and you have not seen Close Encounters of the Third Kind, then you don't deserve to listen to this show. I disagree with that. <laughs> I won't. You don't deserve to live. But I would suggest that if you haven't seen it, you would most likely like it. It's a very uh, entertaining movie. Early Steven Spielberg. Also, surprisingly, very little dialogue in that movie. 
I was. It was another thing. I was like, wow. And the last twenty minutes are pretty much silent. Well, and like the first thirty minutes are pretty much him just figuring crap out and ships flying overhead and. Yeah, it's like it's a very seventies movie in well, its style, yeah. but it's very good. It's, it still holds up. Dreyfus is great in it. Just playing that was great. One of the first, uh, great. Yeah. That was one of the first Blu rays I ever bought. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Was the Close Encounter set because I mean it was it was one of the ones that they put out that everybody was just like, You have to go buy this collection because Other not versions. only is it beautifully restored, but there's three versions of the film yeah. that uh, Spielberg has put out. I think they've on got the, one now. It's either a box set or they've done the same thing on a Blu-ray of Brazil because there's oh, nice. three oh, or wow. four versions of that. And I think it's either a box set or it's one disc that has all you three You know the story it. on Brazil, right? Well, the, the, like why there's three versions? Well, the, no. the, uh, he cut yeah. it. And, uh, I mean, he, the, he, the, he did the, his version. He did his version. Yeah. And the, the uh, studios got hold of it and said, yeah, we're, we're just going to trim off the last five minutes of it and make it a happy ending. I didn't realize that. Yeah. I that, that's the one that if you want to borrow it, I have it. Yeah. yeah, I don't think I've ever seen the director's cut. I've only seen the theatrical release. Oh, no, you must. I mean, it's one of those movies. Brazil's one of those movies that got better and better as I got older, because I started to understand more about bureaucracy and and getting lost in red tape and all of that bullshit that that movie's really about. Yeah, because uh, when I was like, like fifteen, I was like. Uh, it's I cool. To, yeah, I tried to it's watch cool it when movie. I was way it's too It's entertaining. Young. I mean, there's cool visual stuff, yeah, but I didn't. Young, it's like, I didn't really, acting weird. What's yeah, up with that? I didn't get yeah. what that movie was about until mm. I was like older and older. And each you have to be a, a victim of the system for a while. Yeah, or at yeah. least <laughs> yeah. No, seriously. No, no it's, it's true. true. Which making your own movie, you're about to be. Plus, uh, yeah. yeah. Plus, yeah. Gilliam can get you know more uh, set pieces out of giant sheets of plastic than anybody in the world. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Yeah. I mean, I own a lot of his movies because they're good movies. So, mm-hmm. But that uh, I, I need to look for that box set of the three different versions because I guess there's a third version too, yeah. which I don't know what that is. That's not his you version. You will. Like an extended you version will. that he did or something? It's a Munchausen crossover. Oh, nice. And, and that three oh. set... And that's that. Three set uh, is Which a is another movie that, like, criterion as a kid, edition. I loved. Oh, but maybe that's adult, it. It's a Criterion again, one. It's like, yeah. wow, there's a lot more going on in this movie. Oh, it's Munchausen? Crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. I, think, I think that's pretty true with all of uh, well, those, Gilead's movies. Those first three movies. Visually, they're just so stunning. Those first Time Bandits in Brazil yeah. and Munchausen is a tree. It's a trilogy. Yeah. You know, a, a young man's dreams, a middle-aged man's dream, and an old man's dreams. And so you get into dream worlds that yeah. fade into reality. It's a complicated... The boat from Crime Bandits... Yeah, is in a lake in Big Bear somewhere. Oh, really? Yeah, nice. just sitting there. So huh? That's one of my quests. I have to go down sometime and see that boat. Nice. I, for a second, there, I thought you meant like sunk in the lake. No, no, no. They actually, <laughs> they, they, they built a boat and shot it, it there. Or else, or else yeah. be hauled it out there. But either way, it's it's floating in a lake in Big Bear. The hat boat. Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, I suffer from a chronic illness where I continually oh have just to one? break other people's ceramics, <laughs> shatter them, and then repair them with. Uh, super glue or whatever adhesive I can find, and and I'll and then I'll come back over it and I'll break it again, and I'll repair it again. Huh. It's really rough, but well, yeah, I'm gonna well, get over this Munchausen and Boxy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, guys, Munchausen epoxy. Other people's ceramics that you break and have to glue back together. Da, 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 da. Hey, it's gonna be one of those. I can't believe I what I meant. That is, if, if we could believe. all just, we could all just be quiet for a second so the crickets could be put in. <laughs> that got laughs. That killed. You know, I, uh, <laughs> they weren't laughing with you. They're laughing. I at actually you. referenced you when really talking care. to Gallagher about comedians. 
and now I'm regretting that. <laughs> yeah, Jeff Please. talked to Gallagher this week, by the way. You, is that your geeky Jeff, thing? Jeff, you talked to Gallagher? Yeah, he uh, he came into our restaurant and uh, he was sitting at the bar and uh, chatted with him for a few minutes. The Actually, he was the one that started the conversation. So. The real one or his brother? It was the real Gallagher. It was not what, the brother. Is, is he a cool dude? Yeah, he was totally cool. Yeah. I mean, he was he was taking pictures with the staff. Like he was like, hey, if, if you want a picture, I will do it with you. But because we're not allowed to bug people. Yeah. Uh, That's really cool. Because he had he had this this jacket on that had a really colorful. It was embroidered and a really colorful um, uh, caricature of him using the sledgematic. And I I I walked. I was like, he's like, I just have to tell you, I think your jacket is awesome. This is really really cool. He goes, oh thanks. He's like, I you know my crew and I, I gave it to my crew uh, like thirty years ago when we started. You know, doing some shows. It's like, oh, okay. And so uh, I was talking to him about uh, comedy in general, uh, just because I, I said I've always appreciated, you know, how cerebral your comedy is. You know, Bizarrely. how much more cerebral do you get than Munchausen epoxy? <laughs> I, I admit that is cerebral. I'm just not sure it's comedy. <laughs> Thank is, you. What I was is thinking. he still doing uh, comedy? Is he yeah, still touring? He's, and... he's still doing, still doing comedy. Does um, he still do the sledgematic? He, he still just, does the sledgematic. He just did that, not uh, as much anymore. That Geico ad. Yeah, that doesn't mean he's still yeah. doing comedy tours. It was kind it of funny. to me. So <laughs> I do like that commercial though. Did he order watermelon? He did not order watermelon. We don't have a watermelon. <laughs> but uh, no, he was he was totally cool. Um, he uh, he. Uh, in respect to him, I'm not going to repeat them on the show because it's new material. But he uh, he tried out some new brand stuff. new jokes that he had literally just written. That week, nice on yeah. me, and yeah. uh, and it's really interesting. Perfect he's, audience. He's very, <laughs> he's very old school when it comes to the joke writing. Like yeah. literally, when he's inspired, whatever he could get his hands on to write, he'll write, write it, it down, down and then stuff it in a pocket, mm-hmm. and then later on he'll consolidate it down into the show. But it was really neat because he reached into his pocket and pulled out stuff. He had like all these little bits of paper. He did have like a little notebook with him too, but. Had all these little scraps of paper with stuff written on them, and uh, most comedians and, still do that. Yeah, it's just, it's it's like a memory palace. He was yeah. saying, "He's like, I've got a smartphone." He's like, "I don't know how to use it. Yeah. Um, I have never left or listened to a voicemail. I know that it takes pictures. I don't know how to take pictures with <laughs> yes, it." Yes, Captain Luddite's kind of <laughs> <thing>. man. <laughs> but uh, but Guys, yeah, Lucas was, wrote those trilogies on legal pads again. True. He yeah. did it again, <laughs> and he wrote the new trilogies on toilet paper. But that's Kasdan wrote Raiders of the Lost Ark, longhand on a yeah. yeah. No, it, it's good because he couldn't type. And he, he, why do I don't type much stuff out unless I have to? Now I do more because well, I do more stuff. Computer, online. it's easy to repair. Or it's gotten to that point, yeah. but yeah. Mm. Well, I did find my way into that games workshop. Oh, yes. yes. On a Tuesday? Uh, <laughs> uh, yes. Just take a break. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Here we go. Break to the window. My off day, motherfucker. <laughs> he found his way in. Fool me twice. Damn it. Had <laughs> a day off, so I'm like, I'm going. It's time. It's uh, in. Went inside. I believe the gentleman's name is Tony that's running it. Okay. Nice fella. Great, great fella. But I enjoyed looking at all this stuff because, you know, I enjoy the Warhammer. But it just it just boggles my mind. 
it that it, it harkens back to that old style where movie theaters were owned by a movie company and would only show movies by that company. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, a Games Workshop store, store is like having a a Wizards of the Coast store that only sells Wizards of the Coast games. And they have more types of games to sell. Mm-hmm. So when you walk into uh, Games Workshop, you're dealing with Warhammer, The Hobbit, and Warhammer 40K. And that is it. Yeah. There's nothing else in there. And paints for said things. Um, and it's, it's it, as we talked many times before, it's an expensive hobby. So it, it was fun being in there, walking around, and listening to him. Then there were game people playing the game. You know, there were people, people it, playing. Yeah. So it was it was... I would say it was a happening joint, but how it many, was happening. How many tables did they have? They have three set up that I remember. And one is set aside specifically to teach people to walk in how to play. Okay. And they do have a lot of cool events, especially for beginners being a new shop. Epic scale, 40K, what was going down? What was cracking? Um, what was going down was a, a 40K game mm-hmm. uh, that I saw between a Tau army and something else. I can't mm. remember what the other one was. And boy, Tau is something you don't say too often. But it's it's a nice place. Go check it out. If you're in Las Vegas, it is on Blue Diamond Road by uh, Arville, I believe. And uh, that Target shopping center. Okay, yeah. And it's uh, and really approachable. In fact, he will ask you if you've played. And he's got it. You can uh, grab a miniature and start painting. Like, free miniature. And they did got the page ready to did go. Did you take those cards? I did. I had some old uh, old. Uh, card game that Wizards, not Wizards, I'm calling Wizards of the Coast now, that Game Workshop put out in the uh, early mid-90s, which was supposed to be one army versus another in a card game fashion, and it, of course it didn't take off at all. But I had them back when I bought them in England when I lived out there. And so as a gift, a thank you gift for opening a Games Workshop store here in Las Vegas, I dropped them off, and he was very appreciative and said, he, in fact, he said he wants to put them on display in their little... Kind of as, as a like a history piece, yeah. Yeah. So. so they didn't have a case behind the counter. They don't. Oh, more of these uh, damn things. Yeah. The, no, 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 no. Thanks no, for no. this. No, man. toss it to the no, back. No, man. Those were rare. You know, that's that's a rare thing. That's yeah. really cool. So I'm sure um, that's. I and like their doing. case has some beautifully painted nice miniatures stuff. in it. I'll bet. Las Vegas has some talented painters. Mm-hmm. I will tell you that. Mm-hmm. A lot of props men in town. That's right. Yeah. How big is the shop? How big is the store? It's it's Bigger a small box. Yeah, definitely. But it's a uh, it's a small shop, smaller than an elephant. Yep. Uh, but check it out again. They have mm-hmm. uh, on their Facebook page. They have events all the time. You can just walk in, start painting, start playing. Um, and I was actually kind of wrestling with the idea of the fact that it is such an expensive game. <clears throat> but when I started to equate it as a modeling hobby versus a gaming hobby, the cost of their items. Are kind of equated to the cost of plastic bottles of their same caliber. Yeah, high plastic bottles are expensive now. I was surprised. Yeah, I mean, uh, when I buy a ship model, I, I expect to spend about thirty bucks. I remember if, as a kid, it was fifteen dollars for a model. You right. know, and I would think as time has gone on, it would be more expensive. Sure. So, and these yeah. use as much plastic as those do. Yeah, and in some case, when they're the higher ones, they use a hell of a lot more. So, so if you equate it on a modeling term, that's not really that. Much different in expense. Mm-hmm. Well, and that's a big part that you, of that game. Yeah, it's a huge part of so, it. Yeah. But an you get more part. use out of. You get to yeah. actually play with them. I've never played the the game. Nor anybody in this room has. I would played gladly it. play if you want to play. I've played that. Epic Scale. You have a couple. Epic weeks? Scale it doesn't Whatever. exist anymore. It's done. Yeah, they. I have not. The Epic game. They've retired. Never took off. 
In fact, yes, I do have a couple. Because the models are too hard to yeah. paint? In fact, because uh, they're super tiny? They are super tiny. That'll help. But I just don't think I got the following. Man. And, Why uh, do you in think fact, you is? can't even buy Blood Bowl there, although he said he could Too order it paint. for me if I wanted to get Blood Interesting. Bowl. Interesting. So Blood Bowl is, doesn't have a huge following. Was it just because it was so drastically different, or everybody was like, ah, we already got the game and we like it? As far as epic scale? Yeah, yeah. Why, did, why it didn't take off? Uh, honestly, don't know. Maybe it's because the models were so small, because it was huge fielding armies. Well, that's just it. You know, epic. Army. It really was. Yeah, it was epic. More ridiculous. So you're doing large-scale Yeah, where, well, I mean, the, mo- the models, as you look at them now, are about, you know... Yeah, like two inches, maybe? About the size of your pinky. Oh, okay. Um, in that same scale, those same models were about a couple millimeters high. Yeah. <laughs> they were super tiny, small. So tiny, tiny, What's the bare um, minimum if you actually want to get into the game? How much If you want you to spend? get into the game, I recommend just going with the the basic box set. They put out a new one. You get a Chaos Army, a Chaos Marines Army, and a, I believe it's a Dark Angel Army. You're talking or 100 bucks? One of the two. What are you talking? And you're bucks? talking 100 bucks. Okay. And that includes two armies, uh, the dice, the measuring counters, the rules... Uh, and all the rules you need, because if you buy the big thick book, you get that exact same rule book, but in a larger scale. And then you get a lot of backstory and how to paint and so mm-hmm. on. So it's it's filler stuff, interesting filler stuff, but it's filler. And an army is what twenty guys? Uh, uh, depends on your point. It's, it works on the well, point I'm system. In the basic though, it works on the point system. So yeah, you're looking probably about twenty guys on each side. Okay, I mean figures. Uh, right. These this is where you have the whole sculpted landscapes they're playing on, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah okay. And, which again, it's its own hobby. But uh, well, no, but that's cool so to fun. have like a board game that's a three-dimensional board. Oh, it's it's impressive to watch yeah, play, no, even that's... on the smaller games. It's impressive to see yeah. people playing it because so. it just looks cool. If you, I'd gladly play a game if you ever want to play. Absolutely, I have to paint an army first. First, I got to pe- get people to take those goddamn now. books. Then if I have you space to, to have paint. the you know yeah. requisite. You could always pieces. just buy some fucking Krylon and get it done. <laughs> That's true. Here come the Goldies versus the Blackies. <laughs> it's on. Ain't it always that way? Pretty much. Pretty much. God. You could go down. You could go down to the place and play one of the watch one of the tournaments or play one of the tournaments. Right? They have like regular yeah, well, teaching events, right? I, I think like every Saturday, it's like bring your armies like a five hundred to a fifteen hundred point army. Part of it is, uh, yeah, sure. I'd like to learn a game. I like to play a game with Todd too. That's part of it too. Yeah. You know. Or in a game with your friend. That's yeah. much better than going down to some store and playing with a guy. God damn right. <clears throat> but people meet there because they have the cool terrain already. Yeah, no, for I you. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, on a uh, slight side modeling note, the New York Toy Fair went down this weekend. Oh, yeah. Um, did. And the big reveal of the finished prototype Castle Grayskull was put out. Oh. Yep. Pretty badass. Yeah, you like it? It's a little smaller than I'd like. like just a little bit. How so? Just like when you Toofy. stick a figure in the mouth, it just barely makes it through the jawbridge. I'd really? like that jawbridge yeah. to be a little bit taller. It's a little funky, but it looks gorgeous, though. It really, it's a really nice job. They're still trying to figure out all the last-minute details on it, but go online and check it out if you're interested. They also announced, of course, another money-wrenching scheme. They're going to get another 200 bucks <laughs> out of me because uh, they're doing another subline. Last year, they did the uh, 30th anniversary figures. I didn't subscribe to that, but I ended up buying five out of the six figures anyway. So I was just like, fuck it, I'm, bu- I'm buying this one because this is what I want, actually. Wait, what figure was too obscure for you to buy? Uh, it was the Mighty Spector, and nobody bought it. He was the worst figure of the year. Everybody hated him. He was non-canonical. He was created by Scott Knightley, who is cool guy. He's the head of the 
uh, development team for uh, Masters. And, and Molar is is. Well, well Molar was several years ago. I know. I don't have him. I don't have him either. I don't you don't like have that. him? No. At I was going to say they no, sold out of him at Comic-Con. too far for me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Disrespect the continuity. It's all good. Molar is, is Skeletor's dentist, right? Yeah. Is that he's who he's he is? He's attorney and dentist. It's funny. Dentist. It's cute. I mean, there are some preposterous things in, in, in uh, He-Man. But you anyway, don't say. The subline, <laughs> the subline is all Filmation characters, and they're really cool. So they've got the Filmation license, so they're doing it, and they revealed three of them. They've got uh, one gal from... Um, uh, She-Ra, cast Caspella, who you may remember her. Um, they got Caspella, yeah, Caspella. You got Icer, who's one of Hordak's, or not Hordak's, but one of Skeletor's uh, bad guys who's made of ice, of course, Icer. And then you got a really cool one-episode female villain named Shakoti or Shakoti. Shakoti, I think it is. Uh, oh, Shakoti. Yeah, exactly. Y'all Shikoti. I rock. Shakoti or Shakoti, I, I can't remember. I think it's Shakoti. But she looks badass. Yeah. She's like this wicked sorceress who was trapped in this temple, and this little boy goes and frees her accidentally. She's wearing and got this like those kids half-looking beholder monster that follows the little boy and almost kills him. And they're putting that little critter out with her too. And it's just some neat-looking shit. The four horsemen do amazing sculpt work, so I'm yeah. on board. So that was like I, I, I wouldn't have gotten away with it except for this pesky kid letting me loose. Very much, yeah. very much. Yeah, yeah. Actually, you know what? Our, our worlds actually crossed this week. Because uh, Brian Keane, my favorite horror author, uh-huh. announced that he is writing the Hordak comic book. Is he? Yes. <laughs> oh, shit, yeah. So. Well, the Masters uh, miniseries did well for DC. Okay. N- thanks in no small part for, to me buying multiple issues of multiple uh, multiple copies of multiple issues. Um, it's your I fault. thought you were going to say multiple figures. No, just, not uh, multiple figures. But oh, and then, they, then they got them. But yeah. they're, they're they, announced, they announced last month they're going into a regular monthly. For a while with MOTU, and then they're having they've had some side offs. They had the creation of Skeletor, the origin of they're having the origin of He Man, and I just got that one done. And I guess the origin of Hordak is he writing the origin of Hordak? I think so. Okay, because that's the next one on the docket. Then interesting. Wow. Well, good. He'll do it right. He'll do it right. Good. He Man's it, y'all. Look out, Masters is coming. I'm telling you, it's gonna slay you. I'm telling you. It's the action. He's one of those. You're one of those people that'll just keep saying it until it happens, and then you're like, "See, I was right." Yeah. It's the power of positive thinking. I'm not wrong. <laughs> I'm not wrong. Well, I was like this about the Simpsons when it was on Tracy Ullman. I was religious about taping that those little mini <laughs> skits and shit. I was in the Matt Groening way back in the day. I, I, yeah, I'm a. I'm what do, what do they call that? A prognosticator. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> but it don't have to, you don't have to be a prognosticator to know He-Man. It's a brand that's endured for 30-plus years. It got their own fucking convention. It's it's coming back. Didn't Jim also have their own convention? Yes. Yeah. Did it ever. Yeah. I watched um, the entirety of season three of Torchwood this week. Oh, yeah. What? Yeah. And was it worth it? It was brutal. Ooh, it's goddamn brutal. Without- I have it, and I haven't been able to sit down and watch it all. Without any spoilers really at all. Bad. Terrible, terrible things happen. Uh, the character characters you've loved, awful things happen to them, and, and and they do awful things. And it's it's just I like this already. It is a, it is a vicious roller coaster ride of evil. It, it's painful it, to watch. Is it, it was that's brilliant. The, that's the oh, blurb okay. I want on See, the back of the disc. A it's vicious good. roller coaster ride of evil. Brilliant, but it was yeah. not escapism. It was really painful to watch, and it was great. But you that's, know what? That's, that's what British TV has been doing lately. 
Yeah. Like every British series I watch, it's like they put their characters oh, in the fucking Speaking of, get ready to say goodbye to Downton Abbey on Netflix. They sign in exclusive with somebody else. And Man, be I going. got all that shit on DVD. I bought that shit the day it came out. You kidding me? Downton represent. I don't need to watch that shit on Netflix. Yeah, right. Oh, uh, real quick, I want to say uh, welcome back to my brother-in-law. He just got back from Afghanistan. Oh, good. Uh, he's been out there for almost a year. Oh, he's, no. He's missed uh, quite a few months of his daughter growing up. So, oh. And a few um, seasons of Walking Dead. So, yeah, welcome yes. back. So, yeah. Oh, anyway, welcome saw back. A little bit of that. Congratulations. Yeah, he saw the real deal. Yeah. yeah. Well, good on him. Yeah. Welcome glad back. He's got, glad welcome he's got. I'm glad he's home. I'm glad he's back having family time and, you know, getting Damn. to see his daughter before she gets too much older. And that yeah. gives me absolutely no segue to news you don't give a shit about. <laughs> Probably yeah. should have saved that for the end of the show, right? <laughs> no, no, that's perfectly all right. All right, uh, well, let's get the obvious out of the way. IGN reports that during an investor's call concerning Q4 of 2012, uh, financials of Activision Blizzard, the publisher confirmed that a new Call of Duty will be releasing toward the end of this year, making sure that Call of Duty goes the way of Guitar Hero. Yep. It already has. Yeah. It's done. It's, it's... I sold the first two. I sold Modern Warfare and the one after that. Uh, those were okay. Modern mm-hmm. Warfare was interesting departure, and the next one's kind of like, okay, we've been down this road. And unless you are a glutton for 13-year-olds calling you horrible names, yeah. I don't see any redemptive Ooh. quality for that game. But and, whatever. And horribly uncreative names, <laughs> Oh, too. it's just awful. It's just, yeah. There are, I'm sure there are some nice little clans out there that have a good time and, you know, I mean, when we own. have all played online games as a group over Xbox mm-hmm. Live, mm-hmm. You and a few others have come up with some rather creative taunts. Oh, sure. There has but, to be that. Yeah, but, my mommy but, doesn't but, let me play these, with Paul anymore. <laughs> these kids. They're like, kids. That's why. They, yeah, that's, yeah, but, exactly. but I mean, like even as kids, we tried to come up with some creative well, name calling. We like to think we were really creative. Uh, well, I guess. If we were sitting in the other room as adults, we would have been. If we played more video games, really? we would have been obviously way more creative. These kids are very creative thanks to the video games. People Good for strange. them. Strange. No, they're not strange. creative. I miss. <laughs> uh, when it comes to Call of Duty, I miss killing Nazis. It's as simple as that. Uh, I kind of miss World War II now. That's yeah, when I mean, that game it, was. It, it, well, it was. It was glutted. It needed and, to take its time, and, yeah. and and everything was World War II. So that's well, why they went to modern, the, and now even, everything's modern. And yeah, I kind of want Medal World of War II again. Even Medal of Honor, which started yeah. off that we really started it. Yeah, Medal of Honor. Is Medal what of I Honor loved. that I played on the PS One. That yeah. was great. You that was know? a great game because it was new and fresh. And, and even the South, the Pacific one was good. Yep. And like the three first three Medal of Honors, Call of Duty were great. Yeah. And then, I didn't realize that was a PS One title. I thought it was PS Two. Medal of Honor was on the PlayStation. For me, it's all about the nuts. Nazi zombies. It's going to be oh, a yeah, Call of Duty Johnny thing. Reb. That's what it's So you're be. a Black Ops guy. Yeah, love the zombies. Yeah, I can't. The Black Ops didn't do much for me either. I didn't like that first one, the game. The zombie stuff is fun, but only, again, only if you're playing with other fun people. Yeah. yeah. You got to know who you're playing with mm-hmm. on that one. Or you turn the audio off. Ugh. Even then. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, news you don't give a shit about because absolutely no one demanded it. You are getting a Farmville TV series. Yes. Uh, produced by no less luminary than Brett Ratner. Oh my God! Who's gonna play the cow? <laughs> and there's nothing you can do about it. Who cares? So, there you go. How is Brett Ratner still allowed to do anything? Ratner will team with production company Six Eleven Media to produce the show, which promises to be as entertaining as deleting requests from people who want to help you f- help uh, help you harvest uh, digital beats. 
the show will be animated rather than live action. Uh, my money is on them just retitling the U.S. Acres cartoon, but that's my that's thought. what I was. That's uh, the first thing I thought about. I was like, this is going to be like U.S. Acres again. <laughs> How do you make a show out of Farmville? That doesn't make any sense. To oh, me. it'll be fine. It, it'll be terrible. It'll be a show, and it'll be gone. Uh, and just after two episodes, news you don't give a shit about, NBC has pulled the plug on the good slash evil drama Do No Harm, <laughs> which received some pretty terrible reviews from critics and even worse ratings. That, uh, uh, that leaves 11 of its 13 episodes still in the can. Oh. In and, the can. And the best fans... Where they belong. And like, the best a, a fan can hope for is that the network will go ahead and dump them onto online stream or sell them to iTunes. I'm shocked whatever. they didn't wait for Jelly's review. Yeah, we, uh, Jelly did do a review of that, and I'm sure that will come to you very soon. But Why don't you laugh like a man who was burned by watching an episode? I did, I did watch an episode. I watched the first episode. Uh, With, did you watch it all the way through? Uh, well, no, I watched the first 10 minutes of it. Uh, <laughs> that was plenty. <laughs> With 3.1 million total viewers and a .9 demo rating for its January 31st series premiere, the show now holds the dubious honor of being the lowest rated season premiere in the history of major network television. <laughs> wow. They tried, too. I mean, they put it on Thursday night after Office and... Really? And, and Parks and Rec. And wow. it was like, here's was Do No Harm. I mean, they that was the lead-in. was Holy like their smokes. big shows. Well, they I mean, the whole thing, like, like, you know, watch our review. It's just, it's the most hand-holdy bullshit first yeah. 10 minutes of anything I've ever so seen. So spoon-fed. So oh, spoon-fed. God. So it did worse than Viva Laughlin? <laughs> was Viva Laughlin on Major Network? Yeah, that's the distinction there. Yeah. I, it was on a Major Network. It was on one of the four. Was it? Yeah. Well, then it probably did worse than Viva Laughlin. Yeah. People like musicals. Weekend Geek! Yay! <laughs> Speaking of musicals. <laughs> Entertainment Weekly is reporting that both Han Solo and Boba Fett will be getting standalone movies as part of Disney's push to uh, release a steady stream of Star Wars films. The Han Solo film will, quote, focus on the wisecracking smuggler's origin story. Uh, while the Boba Fett thick will put a masked bounty hunter, quote, at the center of a rogues gallery of galactic scum, unquote. The stories will reportedly Bart. fit in the existing six-film timeline. It'll be Dog Boba Fett, the hunter, uh, bounty hunter. With the, uh, the Han Solo standalone falling between Revenge of the Sith and A New Hope. And uh, the Boba Fett story will take place between A New Hope and Return of the Jedi. It's just Boba Fett walking around Hawaii trying to find drugged out, you know. You gotta find God. You gotta, it's gotta be a YouTube you go thing already. Yeah, and then he throws him in the back of the car and his wife tells them they should find God. Right, yeah. it's, like, it's, it's, it's a sequel to Troops, right? It could be exciting and fun. We'll see. Well, I, I could see Boba Fett being an easy movie. It's not It's not that complicated to make a fun action movie with the, the sci-fi element. Boba Fett's an easy character to do. Well, I, I think that Han is a pretty defined character. I mean, you're talking about Lawrence but, but Kasdan's involvement here. But so defined. Right. It's hard to... Yeah. It, it's going to be more difficult to, to appease the fans and tell a good story. An origin story for Han. Yeah. Right. We yeah. don't really. Well, I think they're just concentrating on telling a good story, uh, appeasing yeah. the fans. So I, I'm not sure you can do that. We're doing a young Han Solo? Yeah. So obviously you're going to have Harrison, a new. Yeah. Obviously, Harrison Ford is not playing him. Then. Oh, yeah. yeah. Harrison Ford will be playing young Han Solo. <laughs> they're they're going to do <laughs> really? the thing. No, I'm kidding. They're going to do the thing that they did for <laughs> Tron. Yeah. They're going to mocap him like they yeah, did. Yeah, they mocap him <laughs> like they did <laughs> Tron. Yeah. Oof. Jeff Daniels and. So Garth. yeah, so there is somehow he's going to sound more, more is the most off-putting and... part of that whole film. <laughs> so there Robo is a young Daniels. actor out there who will be the next Han Solo. 
If only River Zach Fink Efron. And, and, and thank, thank if only River It'll Fink be Martin Fink. Freeman. He gets to play everything. <laughs> I got no problem with that. The guy's yeah. pretty damn good. Yeah. Well, you can thank you know, the lucky stars. You know who it would probably be? Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Again. What makeup prosthetic is going to be necessary to make him look like Harrison Just Ford? Big yeah. old they can do strong it. jaw and nose. Uh, they it's, did it for what he called yeah, yeah. Uh, Looper. For I Looper. hope they don't do that, though. I wouldn't no. really put a bunch of prosthetic. That'll look so dumb. People will be looking for that instead of watching the movie. <laughs> well, yeah. well, that, I mean, it's kind of what you did in Looper. You're looking the at the lip the whole suck, time. asshole. The Han Solo movie's going to suck. That there's oh, you can't, fanboys everywhere on. are saying that, but we don't know that. Again, you got some pedigree on this for once. All right, and you also don't have Lucas involved in the casting, which is very important. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> he sure woof, hoy. And I think my are you Marvel. an angel? God damn, just that, Mike. And you know what? And that, I feel so bad for that kid. I know. I think not his fault. Almost uh-huh. feel bad for Hayden Christensen, but he he's old enough to no, know. No, he better. deserves it. Yeah. He he should know better. <laughs> but just Mike's right. I think you make the Boba Fett just like a fun. Adventure movie mm-hmm. with yeah, very little action. How how old is that kid now that now that now that you mentioned it? He's your age. No, he's not <laughs> my age. <laughs> well, he's when was that? He's in his thirties. How old's that movie now? No. Yeah, he's in his early thirties. I bet you. Jake Lloyd. Yeah, I remember seeing him. He was probably fifteen, sixteen at uh, Comic Con two thousand two. So. Mid twenties is what you're saying. Okay, okay. Is, yeah. late twenties. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm not big on the math. Fifteen, sixteen plus ten. Maybe he was older. Maybe he was older. I don't know. I don't think he's even because he was what nine or ten when he made that movie. Yeah, well, he's probably he like he was four. He's probably like forty. And when was that movie made? <laughs> he can't be forty. <laughs> Your math keeps getting worse, man. <laughs> I think he's. I think he's twelve now. He's George Lucas. I'm he's pretty uh, sure he's twelve now. He actually aged backwards. <laughs> He comes, He's aging back and forth. He, comes well, yeah. from orc. he went up to 18 and then he He's went back. He's an orkin. <laughs> a couple years ago, he put out that <laughs> statement about how, like, look, fans, please stop hating on me. It's not my fault. I yeah. Yeah, you can't blame. He was a baby. Yeah. You can't blame any of the actors, but you especially no. can't blame a child yeah, actor right, in a movie. He'll no. be 24 in March. Yeah, and has he Born been, in, has he been in anything <laughs> since that movie? Well, that's a boring uh, resolution. Yes, therapy. <laughs> a lot of hate Shit. mail he's in, in the money that's what he's in uh, the Cash people of rolling. Montana got quite a surprise Monday when in the middle of the Steve Wilco show an emergency broadcast began to air warning people that quote dead bodies are rising from their graves unquote KRTV quickly pulled the fake emergency and issued a formal apology quoting their apology someone apparently hacked into the emergency alert system and announced on KRTV and the CW that dead bodies are rising from their graves in several Montana counties this message did not originate from KRTV and there is no emergency our engineers are investigating to determine what happened and if it affected other media outlets Unquote. authorities are looking for Orson Welles III exactly <laughs> I like it it's and if funny. you want to see it it's actually out there you can oh yeah watch I saw the, the YouTube video it's it's tasty uh, J.J. Abrams. That reminds me, though. Has, have any of you seen the movie Warm Bodies? Not yet. Not yet. Oh, no, yeah. I need, I, I'm a buddy of mine was that. very disappointed in that. Seriously? Oh, really? How can you be disappointed in a movie that's obviously Twilight for zombies? I think you've said it right there. <laughs> <laughs> you, you can see that from the preview. You've it's Twilight it. for zombies. <laughs> flee. Well, and his biggest thing is, like, there's zombies. They can't get better because they're dead. How do you get better from being dead? 
I don't know. Yeah, so well, you, got you, you just have to learn to sparkle in your But fine. he's one of those pure zombie people where it's like, yeah. if they weren't dead and then came back to life, then they aren't zombies. Yeah, and they shamble. If they're just infected, that's not a zombie. That's a, something else. Yeah. That's a new thing. Yeah. That's 28 Days Later or whatever that movie was. Which is good. Uh, let's see, J.J. Abrams uh, said he's in talk with Valve co-founder Gabe Newell about bringing Portal and Half-Life to the big screen. Yeah, I saw this. This may come as a surprise to anyone that's heard Newell talk about the possibility of a Half-Life movie in the past. After the game was released, Valve had multiple pitches coming in from studios and directors, but Newell said that they didn't understand what was good about the game. He called the pitches brutal and the worst. Uh, Adam seems to, uh, oh, sorry, Abrams seems to be able to... Uh, be aware of the stigma video game movies have had. Uh, quoting, we're also aware of the cautionary tales of movies that became games and vice versa. Our goal here is to treat the world Valve has created in both these properties like anyone would a book or some great story that comes from a pitch or original script. Just to treat it with the respect they treat their games and their players with. So it sounds like both sides are taking the idea very seriously and want to see it happen. Uh, they're looking for writers now, and Abrams said the project is, quote, as real as anything in Hollywood ever gets, unquote, which is an interesting quote in its own. Yeah, they actually had some kind of an exclusive partnership on that, too, between actual Bad Robot, which is Abrams' mm -hmm. production company, and Valve. So yeah. there's also, um, the article I read uh, regarding this said that not only is there the potential to get some really good video games, but some really new creative properties out of both camps as opposed to just... Good, because Half-Life 3 is a long time coming. Yeah. God damn it. Yeah, it's got enough story there. That'd be fine. I, I think they'd both be but, uh, watchable yeah. movies. Be, oh, certainly. Yeah. In the right hands, they'd be fine. Yeah. And apparently Abrams now directs everything, so... Yep. yep. I don't know if... Uh, Half-Life, I think, could make a really good movie... Directly, the direct story of Portal, I think, is good in its medium as a video game. Mm -hmm. But there is a lot of side story going on that I think would make really good movies. Certainly. And there's been a lot of short films that have been really yeah, good. Yeah, I mean, amazing he, short films. You did something like Moon, where you really did keep it bared down to the one character and, and uh, bouncing off the, the computer. That would be fun. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Portal would be a very different movie. It would be more of like a psychological kind of mind-screw thriller kind of thing, as opposed to like a crazy action flick that Half-Life... Yeah, if they be. decide to bring in extra characters and a wacky sidekick, it's going to screw it up. <laughs> yeah. Unless that sidekick's a robot. <laughs> well, I'm robot. Did you see that Half-Life mod where you can play as Morgan Freeman? No. <laughs> it's pretty great. <laughs> I have a fully rendered Morgan Freeman head that goes on Gordon Freeman. So <laughs> you're actually Morgan Freeman, Gordon Freeman. That's great. That's what, that's what Duncan came uh, for as Halloween for this year. Gordon and Freeman, Gordon Morgan Freeman? Freeman? Or Morgan Freeman. No, it's Gordon Freeman. That's Gordon okay, Freeman. Gordon Freeman. Just Gordon Freeman. Then he actually put on a rain slick, and he was the Gordon Fisher. Gordon Fisherman's Gordon Freeman. Morgan Freeman. <laughs> then he plays chess, and he was Bobby Fisher. Gordon Fisherman. He brought a chessboard. He was the Bobby Fisher. Gordon's Gordon Fisherman, <laughs> Morgan Freeman, Gordon Freeman. <laughs> and then he hung out with eight other people and he said, Bobby Brady. <laughs> God damn it. Oh, my soul hurts. <laughs> and then he got shot and he was Bobby Kennedy, Bobby <laughs> Brady, Bobby Fisher. It's got to stay either Morgan or Gordon and Freeman. Morgan or Gordon and Freeman has got to be the thing. Gordon's Fisherman. 
Gordon. I'll give you and, then, and I'll, give you, I'll yeah, give you Fish. I'll give you Fisher. I'll give you Bobby Fisher. Bobby Fisher. Yeah, which got, brings in Bobby, and now you can and use Bobby. Made, and then he made mm-hmm. board games, so it was Parker Fisher, Parker Brothers. Parker mind. Posey. Well, no, he could <laughs> no, he could slick back his hair and wear suspenders and be Gordon Gano, Morgan Freeman, Gordon, <laughs> Gordon Freeman. <Gecko. laughs> oh, and then he could be Rango because it's a gecko. Uh. <laughs> And then he could sell Geico insurance. Yes. So he's the Geico, <laughs> Gordon Gecko, Morgan Freeman, Gordon Freeman, Gordon's Bobby Fisherman, Fisher. Bobby Fisher. <laughs> Gordon Freeman. A new study by the Center for Disease Control you found. draw that. You got to draw that fact check. <laughs> the Morgan Freeman, Gordon Freeman, Gordon's Fisherman, Bobby Fisher, Gordon Gecko, Geico, Geico. Gecko. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> A new study by the Center for Disease Control found that the majority of foodborne illnesses come from green vegetables and not meat or dairy products. And that's why I'm so healthy. Because <laughs> we cook our meat and we don't always cook our vegetables. The study and we found don't eat vegetables, yeah. that 51% of the 9.6 million cases of foodborne illnesses were traced to contaminated plants, while all meat and poultry combined came in a mere 22%. Leafy greens themselves came at 23% of the illnesses, which include the norovirus that causes stomach flu. So when Paul says that he hates vegetables, he does it for a reason. Sort but of. they I mean, hate him too. In all honesty, I think it's the, the big part of that is that we do cook our meat. And yeah, we do cook our meat, and we don't always cook our vegetables. Right. You, and you we don't always wash our vegetables either. Yeah. Right, and then we grow vegetables and you know poop. So yeah. But everybody tells well, us don't we cook grow your vegetables our because too. you cook your vegetables, you take all the nutrients out right. anyway. So. Yeah. So so and at that point, it's yeah, it's a zero sum game. It's moot. Yeah. Moot. <laughs> After breaking cable rating records with its season three premiere back in October, The Walking Dead hit another high with its mid-season return Sunday. Uh, Sunday's episode, The Suicide King, raked in a whopping 12.3 million viewers after its first airing and picked up another few million with encore airings for a total of 16.6 million viewers. And that's not the biggest news. The first airing gained 7.7 million viewers in the key 18 to 49 demographic, a 6% increase from the season three premiere and a new record for a basic cable series. And they did that on the night that it had to compete with the Grammy Awards broadcast. Oh, well, that's so, a tough fight. Yeah, there's well, that pulled in 28 million viewers. No, it's true. Well, I mean, good. Well, there, there you go. So there's what? There's approximately 40 million people still watching uh, normal television in the world. Mm-hmm. And that's the pretty world? much it. I think it's more than that. Yeah, that no. everybody the right. Well, I mean, okay, in the U.S., <laughs> Right? I mean, I that's know. about it, right? I don't know. I no, know. I mean, like, seriously, if either you're going to watch the Grammys or Walking Dead, that pretty much splits you up right there. <laughs> you're either a Grammy person or a Walking Dead person. Uh, it was uh, it was an entertaining episode. Of Grammys? <laughs> yes. I am so far yes. behind on the They've Walking Dead. They've made it a series season. now. They do the Grammys every week. The Grammy goes to <laughs> Shambler 7. Shambler <laughs> 7. Uh, get out of here, Rihanna. We're trying to give this award to a zombie. <laughs> I saw that coming and still enjoy it. <laughs> but Rihanna is a zombie. Uh, I, I, what? I, I, that was the joke. <laughs> I do like the idea of the Grammy of this week goes yeah, to. Yeah, the Grammy uh, of this <laughs> week. And they just, all year, they're giving out Grammys. <laughs> I, I am so far out of I saw the Grammy list, I'm like, who? 
Ooh, ooh. Yeah, it's, it's. I don't recognize any uh, of the that, people. That's a there. sure sign that you are an old man. Well, there's, yeah. also, there's also the old... Well, or you don't listen to the stupid fucking radio. Yeah. You get your music from normal sources. There's also the old thing about the Grammys is that there's so many huge music stars that never won a Grammy. Like the Bob, best music like stars. Like Bob Dylan and Led yeah, Zeppelin. No. And like huge names. The greatest. Hugely influential. Queen, yeah. Queen never yeah. won. Never won a Grammy. Trent Reznor won one for heavy metal. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's Dummies. The, I think the they don't have any other... There's no other... Exactly. They didn't have it. There's no... There's not enough... Variety in the whatever. Eat a sack. There's a brand new awesome bad religion album out there and it didn't get any fucking recognition. Whatever. Grammys. Get out of town. Why when you Pink like- plays your show, you know you're in trouble. <laughs> Pink. I better cancel Pink next week. Yeah, don't. Uh, <laughs> Are you going to see Pink? I invited her to our she show. She's coming here, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not anymore, though. Thanks, Paul. Yeah. She's a rather manly. She was all up for it. She's apparently a huge World of Warcraft player. Are you saying she's not very womanly? (laughs) You know what? I'm I'm not going to say she's she's not not cool. She might be cool. I just don't care for her music. In the least. Do do you care for her music when it's covered by um, chocolate right on my head? No, no. um, I have kids. Uh, Cats and Dogs opened up with a cover of uh, Get the Party Started by um, a black Welsh singer whose name is escaping right now. Um, Is that one of those Pop Goes Punk albums? No, uh, no, it's just uh, she did a bunch of. Uh, but I, a that was music of uh, musical. Uh, I do like chocolate theme song music. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was punk, like no, your, uh, like your. That was it, but that's not what that's from. Life. Yeah. Oh, okay. I haven't heard it, so I don't know. I can't comment. Upcoming erotic game, custom made 3D, will be bundled with a very special controller. It looks <laughs> like the PS Move, but with a few key differences. Uh, one of which is you can put your cock in it. <laughs> what? You put your wiener your in there. Controller. So wait, the 3D game's name is is called Custom Made Custom 3D. Made Custom M A I D. Yeah, as in yeah. Uh, oh, d- the, the, oh, I get it now. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, come on. Uh, dubbed the, wiener game. Come on. <laughs> dubbed the juicy air. The juicy air. The peripheral mm, is a can wireless. Can you smell the juicy air? The peripheral is a wireless. You will, will is a wireless masturbation it toy. Better be wireless. That will. Hey <laughs> That will respond and react in real time to your stroke speed and depth, making this motion control of a very particular sort. These that <laughs> is not fair. I will never unlock certain achievements. We're not getting deep. <laughs> that depth does that limit is, people. That is goddamn. Depth limits exactly. certain players. That is awful. That is awful. Well, this is Japanese extra peripheral. Well, it's a Japanese game, so you have to worry too much. Oh, you might be right. You might be right. I might actually beat it on the first go. (laughs) Oh, you are on a level twenty already. Holy smoke! I thought thought you meant you weren't gonna break any achievements because of your lack of activity. Because the very reason you don't play any of the PlayStation is a totally different or connect games. The reason I don't don't play those fucking games is because they're shit. They're shit eating dog shit. Fuck those what games. What system is this game going to be The reason on? you don't play these, these wave your wiener in a game control thing that hasn't existed before. In general, the Wii I'll play those games. The, oh. <laughs> Shit. Sign me up. I was this close to importing one of those Res Vibratrons. Never did. Where does it go? Didn't pull the trigger. It goes on ladies' bits, really. The the Res thing, so it's not made for us. So but This guys, is a whole new definition of remote control? Um, <laughs> uh, Ray Kurzweil was in town delivering uh, a keynote. Okay. Oh, like a week ago. Oh, left field. Yeah, this is a little. <laughs> no, 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 no. Shirley Bassey. No, no, no. no. I'm interesting how this comes back. Uh, 
if those of you who don't know, Kurzweil, the, the, the guy who invented uh, one of the earliest synthesizers and, and all that kind of stuff, he, he, super genius, mega mm-hmm. genius of our time. Uh, you can watch uh, what is it's called the, uh, the, uh, the 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 singularity. That's his yeah, documentary. Yeah. You, know, you know what he talks about when you know man and machine become one. Everything it's coming, it's approaching. But the great news is, within I believe it was either six or nine. I believe six. I, I think sixty nine. No, no, no. Twenty sixteen. I'm going to say twenty sixteen. I think is the date that he gave where virtual sex will be on par with actual sexual encounters. As far as the technology, the accoutrement, and whatnot, you'll be able to fuck your computer like it was a person come 2016. All right. So this is just a precursor. Okay. I I feel like you thought this would be good news. (laughs) Huh? (laughs) Who says it's not good news? (laughs) This is great news. All for one. Welcome to sexual overlords. Exactly. (laughs) Are you kidding me? I mean, it's good news for drunken co-eds, but other than that... What? No! No, 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 no. The motions of the controller will also cause the in-game characters to react accordingly. Uh, the Juicy Air peripheral also has an analog stick and an action button oh, as yeah, well. It as it's a, your analog stick. As well as a right and left click. This means that players don't have to take their hands off their penis while playing. The custom What, what made, do you click it with? If... If there's a picture. The, uh, you can see the picture online. It's got a, uh, it's got a little joystick so goes, on the end of it. It goes on your penis. Yeah, and, and, and I like I like how we're, we're all like. Yeah, we're all we're all doing this visual mimicking this now. It's like podcast. you're fucking an ocarina. We're not. <laughs> by the way, we're not all right now pretending. Yeah. Yeah. No, we all I are. Say, we I only count three people. In this <laughs> Those room of us in touch with our masturbatory yeah, fantasies are getting down on it. Those who are interested in said device and can't wait to buy it, we're doing just that. And the rest of you were just drooling. I, I was yeah. just afraid they were they were counting on having prehensile testicles hit the buttons. <laughs> Gross! <laughs> they got oh a little, no! They got a little ball. They got a little ball. No, that's gross. <laughs> I, I don't know, guys. I never have a wedgie. My balls can pull my underwear out of my butthole. It's pretty great. It's pretty great. Sometimes, sometimes what? when I squat down to pick up something, yeah, you I pick something else up with my balls. You can't pick up a quarter with your balls? I do. That's what I do we all the time. We found balls wine. We found the wine. Prehensile balls. It's a little freakish. Well, if you do the right exercises, you can make it happen. You could. You could do it. It just it takes a little bit of practice. And what, then all of a sudden, you got a fucking ET hand down yeah, there. Yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty great. The exercise is very similar to the the it's hand. A very, it's a very rude. similar to the hand drum that's at the end of Karate Kid Two. That's yeah, very yeah. prehensile ET hand of balls. You got to shave those knuckles though. Oh boy, keep them shaved. Because otherwise, you just be grabbing at shit. It's like it turns into a fucking Velcro pad. You come up with a mess of lint. You don't know what's from what anymore. Oh, man. Andy's crossed his own line. <laughs> the game custom-made 3D bundle goes out on sale tw- uh, February 22nd for 13,440 yen. I can pinch a bitch's thighs when of I'm down it's there. Yen. I can just pinch her thigh. Boink. She's like, what happened? <laughs> Both of your hands are on my shoulders. Yeah. My prehensile balls. I just pinched your thighs with my prehensile balls. That comes out to one hundred forty-four dollars. One hundred forty-four bucks for the entire game with for controller. the bundle. Yeah, for a game you're gonna play for five minutes. Well, every, in five minutes, every, every, every night, every three hours, <laughs> <laughs> depending on how much juice you're taking in. Yeah. 
I'm a master shoplifter too. I just sling my sack out in the middle of the store. We're beyond that. Along the cabinet. We're beyond glug, it, glug, glug. Come on. I'm Clearly telling you, man, not. no, it's the way to go. Because people think I'm a crazy homeless. And I'm like, no, I'm not just wiping my balls around. I'm actually grabbing shit except I got brand saw balls. I can only steal rings and small trinkets, but it's pretty great. <laughs> <laughs> Rings and coins. That's my that's my that's my bread and butter. Oh, and bread and butter. I can also steal bread and butter. <laughs> but butter's really tough because it goes fast, man. And butter has to be the it last melts. thing you steal. It'll melt. It has to be the last thing you steal because you will never be able to get a hold of anything else. <laughs> they're prehensile, but they're not fucking vice grip. Come on. I, Old I, butter balls drops uh, it again. I just want to thank Andy for being here today. Uh, <laughs> I blame me. Yes. <laughs> That's why I'm coming out with my own line. I can't believe it's nut butter. <laughs> for, the, for the prehensile testicle chafing uh, issues you may face. Because sometimes when you're playing a little game of pitch and catch with your son, with your prehensile ball sack, it gets a little hairy. <laughs> It like browbeat you into laughter. Uh, <laughs> it's a whole nother kind of. <laughs> a new sci-fi miniseries is coming down the pike with a massive sci-fi pedigree, bringing together Ridley Scott, uh, Frank Spotnitz, who did X Files, to adapt a classic Philip K. Dick novel for the small screen. The duo will bring uh, Dick's 1962 novel, The Man in the High Castle, to life as a four-hour miniseries, with Spotnitz writing the first half of the series. The novel is a Hugo Award winner, imagining an alternate history where Nazi Germany and Japan win World War II. Much of the story will take place in an occupied version of the United States. And BBC has decided to axe the original Being Human series, and that the season five, the current season, will be the last. Huh. Well, It's a good series. Is it? Is it a good yeah, series? Yeah, the British one. I haven't seen the American one, but the British one's good. It, it, I've it's only on my queue. It's, it's, it's coming up. I've seen I know a lot of people that like the uh, both versions. Yeah. I've seen snippets of the American one, but it hasn't made me go, I should watch more of that. It's a, cool it's, it's a fun take. It's a really I, fun take. I, have, I, I know of at least two people that said they watched both series, and they said they're different enough that you can enjoy them both separately okay. and not be thinking, oh, this is a lesser version of the, the British hey, that's good. series. So that's good I mean, I haven't seen it, so I'm only going yeah, off what I'm told. the first two years but. of the American Office. Okay. Why? <laughs> I, there's nothing likable about that show. I do not get that show. Why is that show so goddamn popular? Did you see the original? No, no I'm not talking about the British version. I've seen okay. the British version. Okay. I find bits of the British version amusing. Okay. The U.S. version of The Office, I don't like. understand why people are so enamored with this. I have had, on several occasions, I've been at... You know, somebody's house or somebody's apartment or whatever, and they're like, it's like, oh man, you really got to give it another try. And I'm like, fine. If you've got an episode you want me to watch, fine. They pop it in. They're laughing their ass off. I'm not finding anything amusing at all about what's going on. Well, it is one of those that if you're in it for the long haul, it's like, you know, it's just, it's, it, yeah, it's not on a par with The Simpsons by any means, but The Simpsons has gotten to a point where they can cut to a certain character for two seconds of a still shot, and it's a hilarious gag. Just because you know the history behind that character, and there is quite a bit of history behind these characters, and so oh, yeah, they've really had twenty loyal years. Followers. To... <laughs> well, and, but I mean, but even with the office, like loyal followers of that show know a lot of history, and so those little side asides and you know skewered little glances strike them as a lot funnier because they know all the backstory. It's not fan to say service. it's the greatest thing. It is. It's not to say it's the greatest thing, but uh, 
Yeah. Like I said, the first two seasons are kind of funny. But so it's the Babylon 5 of comedy? You have oh to watch my God, episode. the Babylon 5 of comedy. <laughs> Dude, I could not. I love Straczynski. I could not do it. I got through like two episodes. I'm like, what is happening here? Really? Is it just because the acting is so bad that it throws me off? Is that what it is? I, I don't know because I've only seen like bits and pieces of it and realized that you can't enjoy this unless you watch everything from the beginning. Yeah, yeah you got to watch it. From well, that yeah, that one you do definitely yeah. have to watch every episode from the very Oof. beginning because if you miss an episode, you you miss out later on because I mean everything built upon everything else towards the, to to the finale of the series. And if you missed any small part of it, you're totally that lost. Guy with the crazy peacock hair. I was just like, I know a guy who actually does that at conventions. That's his, his costume. Does he shave his head? Now, see, I watched the entire series beginning to end. <laughs> is it that actor? And I really enjoyed good? Babylon. Is it the actual fan. guy? Yeah. No, it's not that actor. But there's a lot of character development over the entirety of the series. So, mm-hmm. like I said, it was if pretty you, popular, so you know. I, I mean, well, I mean, I was in the minority with my group of friends. I was one of the few that actually watched it. Everyone was just like, "Oh, it's too." It's too involved. There's just too much going on. I'm like, all right, well, you know. That's I, what I enjoyed I like, about it. Is it, yeah. it, was, uh, it had an involved story to tell. And yeah, and, and then when they got to the end, I mean, like, everything made sense. Yeah, everything was, was like, out. like all these little little tiny things that you thought were maybe throwaway lines or, or throwaway bits of information earlier in the series, and then the middle of the series all built up to the end of the series. Yeah. And it, it was all like, oh, it was important. Yeah, it wasn't just something. Oh, why are they doing this? This doesn't make any yeah. sense. And it all made sense at the end. Yeah, the story what? was very well. Without so giving it spoilers, worth going. I what? personally found it worthwhile to watch the That's entirety funny. of the series. But as I said, you, I, I, I totally agree that if you miss any episode, is it still of on it, Netflix? I don't think so because I was looking uh, for it for off? a while. I think they yeah, took I it off. It. I think what, it was one of those. It was free online on one of Warner's little uh, web portal no, things. It today. must not be on Netflix was, because no. I'm always looking at the sci-fi stuff, no. and and I watched a little bit on Netflix when it was on I, there. I was watching it. I was like halfway through, and they pulled it off. Oh, so, yeah, what a bunch I, of I shit. went back and watched you because know, Netflix has all the Get old, a closer. Old, sorry, Netflix has all the old series, and so, you know, so I went back and watched a few things I'd only seen pieces of. So I watched like Sliders and Quantum Leap. Pretty much unwatchable now. Quantum mm. Leap? Yeah. Really? Sliders, yeah. I never could watch. It's preachy from the get-go. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah. Well, I can't watch Sliders because as soon as I hear the title, I'm like, I must have White Castle. <laughs> uh, and it's just, you know, I just, I can't White Castle? Yeah, I can't even watch the show. Well, what I was so, conf- Sliders makes it through about two and a half seasons before it totally burns itself. Oh, off. man. that, that Like when the, oh, uh, the characters morph into another character i didn't get that far it was was gone with that before that for me i gave up on it it's not easy to sustain a story for more than two or three years like you get beyond brits are right you get beyond 20 or 30 hours 16 episodes kill it kill it while it's pretty well the thing with sliders i think that my opinion the thing that killed sliders was the fact that um the actors were just like done they're like I don't want to do this anymore. I mean, it was like, it was one at a time, but basically they had them write their characters out of the show. And so they're bringing in new characters and totally changing the dynamic of the the group that's trying to get back home. And it just, yeah, it, it totally jumped the shark. It was just like, wow. I, I stopped watching it, I think, slightly after that. I, I watched an episode here and there, and I'm just like, I just can't, I can't follow what's going on. Because, what? like, this character has now... 
is now being played by another actor. What the was what the it? F? Stargate levels of discombobulation. Oh, let's not get into it. I'll argue with you on Stargate. <laughs> Thank you. because yeah. Stargate. You haven't seen an episode. He he's, he's still never <laughs> seen an episode. He's seen the movie. He's not seen the series, <laughs> and he bags on it all the time. What what I uh, was confused by, and I'm still confused by, even though it happened a while ago, is why. Fact check Andy felt the need to smell Jeff's dried, I'm going to say Paul's dried spit off the Neurobliss. He wanted to bottle. smell what Neurobliss was like. That's, that's but exactly he, it. But he smelled your goddamn spit. No, he smelled, he smelled <laughs> the Bliss. He smelled, he smelled the Bliss. Hey, is that your Diet Coke? Yeah. You going to smell it? Open that motherfucker up. I'll give you a little Bliss. Oh, no. I don't want your second-hand <laughs> Neurobliss. <laughs> Let him put a little Bliss in you. and backwash. Woo! And it's a treat that can't be beat. It's very citrusy. Isn't song. that redundant? Yes. Neurobliss and backwash. That seems redundant. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is very strong citrus smell. Uh, it's citrusy taste. Mm-hmm. Lightly carbonated. It's got L-theanine in it. Who doesn't? Can't wait. It's basically, it's basically like double strength Sunny D, right? L-theanine. Uh, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> This might be like the purple stuff. You feeling stuff. me? Feeling this might be the purple stuff. Uh, the man who created the iconic faces of Yoda and Chewbacca, Stuart Freeborn, has passed away oh, at the no. age of 98. Oh, oh, wow. Freeborn was a skilled makeup artist who worked on George Lucas's original Star Wars trilogy and was tasked with translating characters such as Chewie, Jabba the Hutt, and Yoda from sketches to real life. Though he's probably best known for his work on Star Wars, Freeborn was also worked on uh, 2001 A Space Odyssey, mm-hmm. Doctor Strangelove, The Omen, Superman, and dozens of more films during his decades-spanning career. Empire Strikes Back director, uh, director Irvin Kershner uh, noted, quote, Freeborn quite literally put himself into Yoda, as the Jedi Master's inquisitive and mischievous elfin features had more than a passing resemblance to Freeborn himself. I had no idea he was 98. Wow. He was old when... Empire came out. Mm-hmm. I didn't. And he really, does I mean, kind of look like Yoda. He does. Yeah, he draws that way that. too. Like his sketches are all like little elfy dudes and stuff. Yeah, he does. He looks like Yoda. Because I knew it. He that he'd worked with Kubrick on on two thousand one and and Doctor Strangelove. But, what, did he, uh, what did he do on those? I'm trying to think. Two thousand one. Those apes. Uh, he was the bomb. Oh, the apes. Of course. Yeah, the very beginning. Yeah. yeah. And that's like I mean, some of the best like missing links we've ever seen portrayed mm-hmm. in film i think like because mm. you it's they don't look human but yeah. they don't look apish there's they are sort of something between it's like a mm-hmm. really well the executed. middle ground yeah uh, during but, a sorry, yeah, yeah. uh dr strangelove i'm not sure there was some some prosthetic stuff like didn't peter seller play a bunch of different characters in that yeah, yeah he so played three different characters him. in that film yeah. so yeah um played, i'm sure that he some played dr strangelove and then he played the uh, not everything has to be a wookie man and yeah and he was supposed to although play, i'd like to see that version of dr strangelove originally uh peter sellers was supposed to play the slim pickens role too as the pilot that the i didn't know yeah hmm Slim Pickens did a great job with that, though. Yeah, it was awesome. During a recent investor's call in which Time Warner presented its Q4 2012 earnings, Chief Financial and Administrative Officer John K. Martin stated that a new installment in the Batman Arkham franchise is scheduled for release in 2013. He said in this year. This this fiscal year. It could be March of 2014. Which uh, it'll probably be March of 2014. (laughs) That's not when they've released them in the past. Paul, you're so skeptical. I just, I'm just loath to believe anything from anyone, <laughs> especially with new consoles on the horizon. I think that's what I was saying. Is it? <laughs> so let's, let's go ahead and jump into that part. Well, uh, with a possible PlayStation 4 reveal slated for February 20th, 
Edge magazine reports on some newly leaked specs for the next generation of Microsoft's new hardware iteration. According to the report, the new Xbox will require a continuous connection to Xbox Live in order to function. And, and make use of activation codes for video games to combat the secondhand market. And you'll have to always have your Kinect on, too. It's uh, going to have a built-in Kinect that has to be on all the time. Uh, yeah, that's the rumor as well. Yeah, according, and it's watching you. According, it is. I know. According Fuck to up. the report, games will be made available on Blu-ray discs as well as digitally. But the discs will have little use on the second-hand market as they feature a single-use activation key. In addition, the hardware specifications that have been rumored over the last few years have been confirmed by anonymous source as being completely accurate. If true, the new Xbox would feature an AMD Core X64 1 GHz CPU, uh, 800 uh, MHz graphics solution, and 8 GB of DDR3 RAM. Uh, though it is still unclear how much content users will be able to store on their hard drives, the report suggests it will be the biggest hard drive that has ever been featured in a console. Uh, supposedly, a new generation of the Kinect sensor will also be released when the hardware makes it to retailers, though no new information on the peripheral has been published. It's garbage. I will not buy one. So, in other words, fuck the consumer. It, to totally. <laughs> it really comes down to it, because I test drive all my games. I have a Gamefly account for that reason. And so I try before I buy. And I have a hard time buying any game I haven't tried first. It's a rare day I do that. For 60 bucks? Yeah. yeah. Or well, 70 also, or 80 after DLC? Yeah. Also, the resale world is a huge part of what keeps those games going and gets people like, oh, I just bought this new con- Like, I just bought my 360 within the last year. Mm-hmm. There were a ton of games that I didn't ever get a chance to play but now i can get them secondhand Mm -hmm. and now oh if the new one comes out i want that you can have a really awesome library very cheaply yeah Yeah. but but it's made an enthusiast out of you because of the secondhand market Mm -hmm. available Yeah, a little bit it's gonna do the same thing to video games that happens to movies it's gonna you have to have tentpole uh franchises so you're not gonna be able to sell anything but the next call of duty there won't be any weird little games that yeah they're already trying to do that and also but who's gonna try the first one how many people out there bought a used copy of assassin's creed and enjoyed it so they bought the new version of assassin's creed 2 exactly yeah Yeah, that's what i mean my whole point it's like it's it's eroding the enthusiasts yeah it's tearing out the people who really have the passion for the games Folks like us who spend an exorbitant amount of money on video games, we buy lots of stuff new, but we also buy lots of stuff used because we look for the value because we are hobbyists and we are collectors. But if you take that out of the equation and we don't get to taste all these games, we don't get a chance to tell people, you know, oh, that's a really good thing. You should actually buy that or you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's going to be bad. Because as we've said before, you can't listen to any of the reviews out there, yeah, any of the magazines or online. Very few. It's all bullshit. Very it's few. All, a lot of it is, you know, Microsoft as <coughs> reviewing their own freaking game. Basically. I mean, I mean, you know, there's there's some there's some sources I still go to. Yeah, there are reputable ones, but at the same time, there's still opinions. Your opinion may vary. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And you are dead right. It's one thing to be able to try stuff. Nintendo. I just got a 3ds, and mm. I love it. Now, there's a lot of downloadable stuff going on with that. There's a lot of stuff that gets married to your system, and if you lose that system or it fucks up, you're yeah, fucked. that I just read that whole. Uh, there was a whole article on Engadget about the Wii U and yeah. how uh, Nintendo has really failed to unite its various stores. There are three separate stores now. Yep. They have the original Wii store, the Wii U store, 
and the the 3ds store they have they well they they kind of have four real sort of in a weird way because they've got the dsiware stuff that came out for the dsi mm -hmm. then you've got 3ds stuff that you can buy in the nintendo eShop. then you've got the stuff that was on wii and now you've got the stuff that's on wii u so you got yeah almost four different and they don't and they don't work together now and and the thing that really incensed me on this was that it's not an account that's linked to a central account like Xbox Live. If you ever buy a game on Xbox Live and your hardware fails, you buy a new Xbox, you sign into your account, all you can download all your stuff again. It's tied into your account With ID. It's tied the into Nintendo your game, gamer tag. Setup. It's tied to that specific unit that you have purchased. Yeah, it's tied you to can the you can have a Nintendo account that you can sign into multiple devices with, but whatever you've purchased on that device can only be downloaded on that device. So if your hardware fails and you have to send it into Nintendo to fix, you'd have to send it into them to fix. You can't simply go buy a new console because you you have to go send that old console that's broken to Nintendo mm -hmm. to have them fix and pay them like 30 bucks more to transfer all of your games Jesus. that you purchased on there onto your new piece of hardware. I, 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 my mind was blown when I was reading this article. Just, I'm like, just it's more that, like, that's why I like to go actually buy the game when I can. And like, that's just actually it. own the game. Yeah. But, but I'm, now you're saying Xbox, the new Xbox, you won't be able to just put a disc in and play and not be online. That means you cannot borrow my games. And you have to be online to do it. Sounds like two competing so you, terrible systems. So you can't come over to my house and bring all your games and the two of us just nope. can't play each you other's say, hey, games. Check this out. No. Yeah. As friends do sometimes. Yeah, exactly. Here, borrow this game. If you like it, you'll go buy it. That's what I'm saying, man. Yeah, well, killing the enthusiast fun time. Not even that. Not even borrowing. Just come yeah. over to my place. Yeah. We'll play the game I own, and we'll play the game you own, and then we'll play the game I own. There is an outside chance. There's an outside chance that this fervor, and I think there is enough of a groundswell of way, what the fuck are you even thinking, that they will not include this in the mm -hmm. system. There is an outside chance. But the next iteration of systems will certainly have it. If not this generation, the next. Will well, they're be the even last saying that this might be the last generation consoles. of consoles yeah. because it very well could be. Internet connections are getting to the point where all you need is a smart TV. Yeah. Like, and sure. and and your controller. All you're going to do is buy a controller for your TV and be able to play on a Nintendo channel or a Microsoft channel or a Sony channel. Mm -hmm. And you don't need the hardware. You simply go on, you select what game you want to play, you hit start, and you play right there. Right. But, you're, but at this point, you're also talking that gaming is only going to be for the rich. That's what sure. it's becoming, yeah. yeah. Although, going back to your, your hump bop peripheral, that is, a, that is a peripheral you don't want to buy secondhand. Uh, yeah, you do. It tastes better that way. <laughs> oh, it really, it's, it's, Why it's are you tasting thing. it? We've talked about this a lot you? of times. It's like it's it's because of the way that we are in a software society. Even though we have that physical disc, it is still software, and we don't own anything that we buy software. Mm -hmm. The manufacturer, the publisher, still retain all the rights to that. It doesn't matter how much you paid for it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, when you, when or you, that the fact that you physically hold it in your hand, the content that's on it is still owned by that company. Well, that's true of a book. I can't quote a book without saying I've quoted a book. Sure. 
Yeah. But you also can you physically own that book and resell that book. Well, when you yeah, when you now. clicked on that license agreement, that was what you agreed to. Yeah, yeah. the one you exactly. didn't read. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah. People, well, people this really is going like... to be uh, this is it. So 360 and behind <clears throat> is going to be the collectible retro market, and in a <laughs> weird way, it calms the nerd in me because now you can start to become a completist. You don't have to go for all this other DLC. You know, yeah. online only stuff. And it's like, well, this is where the cutoff point is. I don't have to collect other games. I mean, there's different. Yeah. I mean, there's. I am not the kind of gamer that plays online. I oh, whenever I play, I always play with friends in Local. a living room where yeah. I can see them and throw things at them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, it's always better <laughs> to play that way. And you're saying that GameFly won't work on this? Like you won't be able to do GameFly? Well, uh, unless they make special discs for GameFly in their ilk for rental purposes. Yeah, because once you've put it in your machine, it's tagged by your machine and then can't be played on any other machine. If they put out more online demos, there could be something to that. That's probably their philosophy. Is like, this has a larger hard drive. It's for online, so you only online can you use it. As large as that hard drive is, even at 500, I mean, I have like. My guess is is it's going to be a uh, a, terabyte. At least a terabyte, if not two. You think? Yes. By the time it comes out, it'll be a terabyte drive? Oh, yes. yeah. Terabyte, terabyte drives are less than 100 bucks now. Yeah, I could buy one for my computer for but 80 But do you bucks. think they'll ship it with a terabyte drive, or that'll be an accessory that it, you can buy? It, it I, could I think that you'll have the tiered option like you always do on yeah, a fuck. Yeah. I think you'll have the low-brow one, and then you'll have the one with the high Microsoft drive. has got me if pay, they, if they don't have the... Pay an extra 100 bucks for the terabyte. If they don't do that shit they've got me they've got an early sale oh yeah but I'll, do, I'll be day i'll be day one in now a bear in mind this is all still rumor and i know it has not thing. been confirmed yeah, by microsoft or sony this is true this is so a, we are still speculating here this is a leak to edge magazine which is a very reputable they are but British this might magazine. be why they've leaked it out to see what the response that's would be. part of it too and uh gamestop just did their own informal poll oh, did uh, and they got the results i mean of course they would want these results but this sounds fairly reasonable look like gamestop said 60 percent of gamers polled would not purchase a next-gen system if it did not have uh, uh, used game mm-hmm. possibilities. Mm-hmm. Possibility. If it could not play used games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which sounds about right. It's I'd a say huge about part of the market. And it's it really is. Huge part it of actually game. sounds low to me. GameStop. It's GameStop. I mean, that's, yeah. that's how GameStop survives, I think. I know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it. I mean, there I mean, are they are. How many shop. times sure. have they sold the same copy of a game in one store, mm-hmm. you know? Like, mm-hmm. you buy it, you play it, I'm good, I'll sell it back for a nickel. Yep. Well, that's their that's their business model. That's yeah, and it makes exactly sense. Exactly their business model, and it's a good model, and it makes sense, and it's basically a rental. You're basically renting that game for five, ten dollars, mm-hmm. and then giving it back, and you get two dollars back, so it's an eight dollar rental. <laughs> and if two dollars is a little generous, maybe a dollar. <laughs> and if they think for a heartbeat that this is going to stop piracy, no, no. It's going to encourage piracy. Uh, I was going to say just, it's going to actually increase piracy. That's the damn thing of it, dummies. Whatever they're gonna reap what they sow. I really feel like I really feel like this. If they if they do if both companies do this, that's gonna be the other interesting thing. Is like whoever gets in the market first, Mm -hmm. because we don't know who's gonna release first, and whoever does this first can take the bullet on this shit. You know, it's really gonna be something. It's really gonna be telling. Like if one doesn't, one doesn't. That's gonna be yeah, yeah. And it will influence my buy. It would absolutely influence my buy too. Although I don't think I could buy Sony ever again. I'm done with them. Uh, But uh, the um. I think they're engineering a, a, a crash like we saw in '82. I really think they are. I think they're they're sabotaging themselves. They're trying uh, a whole to, different kind of crash. Though. They're trying to rule different with an kind iron, of crash, but it's going to be a crash. They're trying to rule with an iron fist. You know, they're t- they're trying to have as much control over it, and actually, mm-hmm. they're going to benefit more by just letting it be. It's always it the is. Way. I just Can't read stop a, the signal. I just today read no, a quote just from a software yeah. guy, and I, I yeah. wish I could remember the guy's name. 
but uh, he was he was talking about Steve Jobs and Apple and so forth specifically. But the quote is really great. He says, "Once you make content easy to access, yep, it lowers piracy." Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's like, once you make it more difficult to uh, to be able to consume this content, when it's more difficult, more expensive, that's when piracy increases. So mm-hmm. that I that definitely applies to this situation and. I think if Microsoft and Sony don't get off this notion of locking down every little piece of software on their systems to the point that you can't buy used games, they really are going to be shooting themselves it would in the be, foot. I would be fine with it if they were both like failing, if they were losing their shirts financially, but they aren't. What they're doing no, they're is not. we're losing potential money we could be making mm-hmm. and we feel we should be making because GameStop's reselling those games. And so it's money that we could make. So let's stop them from making money off of us. Right, But again, this is not Xbox doing that. That is the... This is Activision. This is it's the publishers. It's oh, the EA. publishers yeah, yeah. that are pressuring them to do this, saying, "If you're going to do no console, unless it has these in there, we're yeah. not going to make games for your console." Because there's because Microsoft should, is definitely not doing this. I wish own. they could see the long view okay, and just so trust that that other publishers would rise to the challenge because well, they giant would. corporations don't ever see the long view. They no see the short no view. no no. Microsoft has got some decent foresight. But they they need. But to yeah, it'd be nice if, let, they, like, if they could let fine. go of EA. Yeah, then you don't make games for us anymore. Yeah, go make your own. Hey, EA. small independent game company, would you like to make our games mm-hmm. now? Maybe we'll give Here's you a little a bit of extra money, money and, to make a game. Exactly. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. that's that's the Ouya yeah. model. That's yeah. what they're trying to achieve. Well, Bungie was no giant corporation. Yeah. You know, the, the, you know, any it's it's you know groups with passion are going to make some cool product, and you know they can just it'll happen. But maybe this is what it's going to take to get to flush the system out again. Yeah. But damn it. Yeah. Ugh. Well, that's fine. A Save video it. game enema? Is that what you're Save saying? Me we need a little video game yeah. console enema. I need this yeah, money for does. my action figures anyway. <laughs> this console needs an enema. Yeah, you should taste that too. But my <laughs> 3DS is in your mouth. awesome. I can't say enough good things about that 3DS. It's really, really great. Even so, though. Did you get the XL one or yep. did you get the regular? Okay. The XL. It's badass. I mean, did you. No, I say, I think I sent you a link to the. Sorry, I think I sent you the link to the Level Up uh, convention. There's a some sort of game convention coming in town in a couple of weeks. This oh, I think it just there? happened. Like no, 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 no. Dice, Dice was just this last weekend. Level this coming next up. weekend. Level Up is Level Up Expo. And actually, the eighty guys, the eighties guys are going to be. Which we eighties kids are going to be there. The eighties okay. kids are going to be at the Level Up, which is uh, uh, some kind of uh, gaming convention. That's Where, where's this at? Henderson. So Hendo. It's in Henderson. Oh. Yeah. I I they have know. a Facebook page. I thought it was link. about cupcakes. Level up cupcakes. No, no, the that, link that'll be the that'll be the next week after that when the Brony convention comes to town. That's what you sent me the link. Yeah, to. I sent you that too. Yeah. Okay, there's a boning convention. Brony, 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 Brony. Brony. If you're interested in that's level the link up. I saw. I didn't see the level up. Thing. If you're interested in level up, it's happening this weekend, I believe. This coming they, weekend, and they do have a Facebook like invite page or it's, a Facebook page. It's LVL up. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. And it's just it's just video games. I it looks so. like so, I've, this is the first I've heard uh, of it. Shit, this I'm is new looking to me. up right the, now. The image on Facebook it looked like you know like Space Invaders, like old school graphics. Oh shit! Yeah, that's All right. why I assumed you knew uh, about it already. Yeah, I did not. And I think that's why the '80s kids are there because it's of that yeah. ilk. No, it must, it must world. be small. Yeah. So. Oh shit! I gotta go. No. Shit! I got a busy Saturday. God damn it! Is it all? Is it Saturday only? I think I don't. 
I don't I know. Say it's Saturday, it says Sunday. Saturday, February 16th, 11 a.m. Henderson Convention Center. Sunday? Saturday. Sunday. It just Anything says Saturday. Sunday. That's the only day listed. 11 a.m. Oh, no. It's at 11 a.m., though, Paul. Yeah. Oh, wait. There's no 11 a.m. on your clock, is there? I'm busy. I got work. I got comic book signing. I got improv show. Tough to be an adult. Oh, fuck this shit. <laughs> well, something's got to give. <laughs> and yeah. finally, 29-year-old Texas man Andrew Mendoza. Do you know him? Nope. Yeah, I know everybody that lives in Texas. <laughs> was arrested for having sex with his neighbor's horse. Oh, oh that this, Andrew Mendoza. This story, dude. This story is the grossest. After being stood up by his girlfriend. He had prehensile testicles? Wait till you hear <laughs> what he said. Wait, do you got his quote on here? I do. Whoo, buddy. To make the story even worse, Mendoza told the police he was trying to make the horse have a baby because he thought it would have a, quote, horseman baby, unquote. Uh, surprisingly, or not, surprisingly, depending on how you feel about Texas, Mendoza's mistake in the eyes of the law wasn't that he violated a horse, but rather that he didn't do it in private. Mendoza pled guilty charges of public lewdness and criminal trespass. You you did you left out his quote. Uh, that's the only quote I had. What quote you got? He quote he said he said yeah I'm I I wanted I wanted to fuck that horse because I wanted it to have a, a man horse baby a centaur yeah and then he said I ain't gonna lie. I busted a nut in that horse. <laughs> well, obviously. <laughs> obviously. Obviously. Horrible. Obviously. Horrible so, grossness. I'm just saying. Now, if his also goal this, was also to this. a horse. Is he really he tall? Success. <laughs> in his mind. Was he really tall? Did he use a stepladder? I, I imagine probably uh, a something to lift you up would be involved. Yeah, those those uh, those stilts they use to do painting walls. And... <laughs> that's just awesome. the worst. Pogo stick. Pogo I, stick that, that, that's the worst to me. Now, <laughs> why did I get an image in my head when you said pogo stick? <laughs> if we were in Germany, this would be a different resolution, right? Well, wasn't that... if you lived in Florida, it'd be a different resolution. Right? Because wasn't that where we heard about the other law in Germany where the... With the uh, well, the, in Germany, the laws were coming off the books. The so yeah. sex they had zoo, to be, right? And in Florida, they, the, the guy was just petting zoo. Yeah, yeah. The sex, uh, <laughs> sex exercise. The heavy petting so zoo. Back to the public place. What was it? Denny's parking lot. What was it? <laughs> uh, I, a Denny's parking lot. Yes, yes. It was a Denny's parking. Oh lot. well, this no, is Texas. It was in a Denny's. Oh, sorry. It was a Sambo's parking Thank lot. You. It was in a Sambo's. It was in a Denny's a parking big lot. Boys parking lot. All right. <laughs> he had the Rudy Tootie fresh and fruity right up that horse's booty. So once again, Texas man Barry Rob was arrested for having sex with his neighbor's horse after being stood up by his uh, by his girlfriend. Authorities originally missed Barry Rob. <laughs> Thinking that his man lady hair was the animal's tail. Turns out he was busy eating out the asshole of the horse. Oh, and that's what we got. What do you got? Dude. Write to us. Comments at uglycouchshow.com. He claimed he'd missed Burger King and decided he needed a meal. Horse felching is the name of my uh, oh. Dio cover band. Oh. <laughs> Honey bunches of oats, motherfucker. <laughs> And until next week, I am Master Torgo, the famous Paul, 80s Jeff, just Michael, Captain Luddite, Track Check Andy. It's good to have you back, folks. We'll talk to you next week in Geek. On Brown Star, on away. <laughs> so a couple weeks ago, we I talked about lie. how I Texas wanted a, wanted an education system that didn't have educated people, and this is what we get now. Yeah. 
Are you saying that man's not educated? He's going better. I'm saying that hey, man's saying education is, is is in question. What he's did he saying say it's they, only going to get better. They just yeah. wanted to get rid yeah, of. He has a of, very skewed view of animal husbandry. Uh, critical, critical thinking. thinking. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Critical yeah. thinking is different. He's definitely uh, he was doing some critical That's thinking. Some he was critical. Like, if I fuck a horse, <laughs> a that horse will have a man horse baby. Plus man equals horse man. Horse man. He was doing A plus B equals C. He was putting it together. I fucked my sister and we had a baby. So if I fuck that horse, I'm bound to have a baby with it. Clearly, he got the whole thing. Like he got the whole education, like Neopets or something stupid like that. Neopets. I just really hope he had like visions of centaurs in his head. Perhaps this is what uh, Farmville, the TV show, will be about. We can only hope. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, Brett Ratner's horse fucker. (laughs) That was the original title. Brett Ratner is Brett Ratner doing Farmville? Was that right? Jesus Christ. Attached. Where were you, Paul? Well, remember how how Wu Tang Clan was he supposed was, to be involved with something with Farmville? They were going to do their own thing. Oh, it's, uh, yeah, they're going to have yeah their own their own like farm? a Farmville. Yeah. Yeah. Ridiculous. Uh, maybe he's. Well, I bet it. that was successful. Maybe he's doing it. Maybe Ratner's doing it. <laughs> he's <laughs> just filming it. Filming Wu Tang Old Dirty Farmville. Farm. <laughs> Old Dirty Farmville. Farm <laughs> gotta milk the hogs. Gotta milk the hogs. Oh, baby, I milk the hogs. Yeah, baby, I milk the hogs. I'm never going to get that polo sick in the top of my head. Milking the hogs. Yeah, <laughs> <a while. laughs>